with Kim Gravel. It is Kim Gravel here. LOL with Kim Gravel is happening right now. And I just want to say to everybody who listens, subscribes, or tells a friend, thank you so much. If we can make you laugh, if we can make you think, if we can make you feel a little bit better about yourself, that's our goal here at LOL with Kim Gravel. But I do want to ask you, if you don't mind, if, it's, if you're digging it, tell, tell a friend, honey. I mean, tell somebody because that is what we want to do is want to get this word out to live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud. And we try to do that every single week. Zach, don't we try to live, laugh, and love out loud? I feel like I am doing all those things always. <laughs> okay, now I'm tired. So, <laughs> all right, all right, here, you know what? Here's my response. It's going to be a good one today, y'all. You know why? We have what I like to call guests that are juxt of position. Do you know what that means? Tell tell me what that means. They're at the opposite end of the spectrum. What spectrum would that be, Kim? Age. <laughs> we got somebody really young and really old. I'm really excited <laughs> for both of these guests, but me I'm too. especially excited for uh, who do we have with you right now? Yeah, if, now that we've offended everybody, let's go ahead and bring in our Woman of Wisdom, our eldest guest that we've ever had on LOL with Kim Gravel. Please welcome our oldest guest ever, Joe Hardy, my mom. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Zach, where was your sound effect, dude? That was your moment. Well, that was the applause. What did you want? We didn't hear applause. We didn't even hear it. You didn't hear it? <laughs> no, we got, we got, wah, wah, wah. Wait, really? Yeah. There, there, we, there we go. Yeah, I just heard it. You just turned it down, though. We need, she needs loud, thunderous applause. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been introed like that, Mom, as the oldest guest ever on a show? <laughs> She's going to kill me. Well, it's beginning to be more. Each time I appear, <laughs> each time I have a any kind of engagement, I'm usually the oldest. <laughs> uh, because you are how old, Mom? 74. 74. I'll be 75 in, what, five months? 75 in five months. And you are living this, like, fourth chapter life with your modeling career, with your TV career, you know, you should be like setting off into the sunset in total retirement, but I've kind of dragged you back into the game. Right. I work harder than I ever have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm supposed to be retired. Go figure. So why, do you, but people love you, mom. People love you. People don't even know, like, you I are think on, you just tell me that. I don't tell you that. People you tell, you tell that. me that to get me to work. No, I will tell you right now. You <laughs> troll the comments. Let me just tell you. No, let me just tell you. This is a true story, Zach. Before we bring our youngest guest that we've ever had on, we're going to talk to our oldest guest. I'm going to tell you a little story about my mom. So, you know, we have QVC. She's my model at QVC. QVC, the corporation, QVC, the viewers absolutely adore her. Okay? I bet. They do. You do a great and job, so, by the way, Joe. You, you yeah. look phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. She really is the prettiest I part of that. I work at them. it. I work at you it. You do work at it, but you're also naturally, you know, beautiful by, by the Lord. So God has given you beauty. So just receive that. So um, she was off for a while for whatever reason. I don't know. She was tired. She was ill. You got tired of me. I didn't get tired. That's a lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a total lie. Mm -hmm. And so she sat out for a while and she said, she called me one day. She said, well, you know, I know you're using Allison and Amy, but I just want you to know people are talking and they miss me. <laughs> so well the truth that's the truth well the, so for a lack of confidence is not an issue for this oldest guest on lol tread lightly zach tread lightly of what's coming come out of your mouth be careful i'm just not even gonna say anything <laughs> let's just move on 
What are we talking about today in the show, Kim? Awkward. Okay, so we're going to be talking about how social media affects your business, your life, and your persona. Because, Mom, are you on social media? Tell everybody you're on social media. Not a lot. You're on social media. Only me- because you make me. <laughs> I don't make you. Yes, I can't you make do. <laughs> My dad is on social media. He's like a he superstar. He loves it. Really? Yes. Oh, that's so funny. So he is a super stalker. I mean, he knows everything about everybody before I even have hit the and ground. And he's only been on for a year. He's only been on for a year. But wow. you have a lot of following, Mom. You have a lot of uh, f- uh, Instagram followers and Facebook followers. Kim, you- I don't have time for that. She has a lot of propositions from older men. I mean, Kim, it's the truth. Okay. I don't even acknowledge that. Yes, they talk to her how pretty she is and how they can make her dreams come true. I don't even see that. I don't even <laughs> want, I, that's the last thing I want. I, there's nothing about them propositioning you. It's, it's what you do with it. I don't do anything because I don't even never look at it. So my dad does it. He, he friends me. Friends no. Dad, you know what my dad said? A fan's a fan, Kim. It don't matter where they come from. A fan's a fan. Kim. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer. And we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. I have brought somebody in, Mom, to help you and me with our social media, okay? We have got an expert here. She's our youngest guest we've ever had, I think, on LOL with Kim Gravel. It's Erica Berry. Okay, Erica is a media strategist. She's been in the entertainment industry as a professional writing digital content. She has her very first book out called Don't Wait, Create, How to Be a Content Creator in This New Digital Revolution. Because I believe digital is where it's the future is. Don't you, Zach? Oh, definitely. I mean, here we are on the podcast. Here we are on the podcast. We're digitizing. We're living the future right now, Kim. Well, let's welcome in Erica Berry. Erica, welcome, gorgeous. Hey, Erica. Hi, Kim. Hey, Zach. Good to see you. So I've got Erica here, our youngest guest ever on LOL with Kim McVeigh, and I've got my mother, who is the oldest guest that's ever been on LOL with Kim McVeigh, and Erica just went, Ooh. <laughs> 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 No, because, and it's so Erica's great. Erica's like, uh-oh, what did I sign Erica's on like, for? Erica's like, I ain't going there. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> okay, so we're talking social media, Erica, and I want to just, just go ahead and tell you right now, Social media is the bane of my existence. And so I think you hear that a lot with people over a certain age, right? Totally. (laughs) Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is, Erica? I think it's, I mean, I grew up, I'm 24 right now, and I grew up basically for my entire adult-ish life. I grew up just like (laughs) broadcasting my life to everyone I know. Like I had a Facebook when I was 12. I was posting pictures of like my friends and I at the mall. And it was just something that I got used to. Whereas, you know, my parents, my dad hates social media. He won't even use Zoom. He's afraid of Zoom. How old is your dad? How old is your dad? Um, He's in his early 60s. Okay. I, won't, I won't say more. <laughs> don't, 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 yeah. Don't age him. 
but um, yeah, he he won't even use Zoom. It took him like years to use Uber <laughs> and it was like a huge thing. Like every time we go to the airport, we'd have to like call a taxi on the phone. So I think it's just a, like an ease of use thing. I mean, I would feel weird if I went a day without posting a photograph of myself online. And I think a lot of people <laughs> who like just grew up in this age feel that way. But it's it's definitely weird if you're not used to it. Well, and you know, I've kind of dragged my mom who's in her 70s into this digital revolution and girl, it's not just a young a young man's game, a young woman's game. I mean, people really connect with my mother and her messaging and her looks and everything. Why do you think that is? I mean, I think it all comes down to relatability. That's why I personally love social media. I think, you know, back in the early days of social media, it was super manicured. It was like your perfect little latte pick and pretending that you're having all of this fun and taking these pictures. It was super curated. But now it's, I think people really look for authenticity and people that they can relate to online. And that's something that I love. You know, when you watch TV, it's the same. You know, you see these like beautiful like high schoolers who are actually like actors in their 30s. And like, <laughs> it's just it's just not real. Whereas on social media, I can see someone who, you know, looks just like me or has the job like me or has like the same disastrous life. Like you can see my bed in the back is is not made for this. And my mom, if she watches the recording for this, is freak out. But yeah, it's like now you can just see people who you relate to. And so whether you're, you know, 15 or 75, it's there's an audience for you online. Yeah. Mom has a big audience. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a lot of social media. You do a lot of social media. I on just it. look at it, and I only look at the people I, I know. If I don't know them, I just pass it on. Why do you only look at people that you know? Because I'm interested in what they're doing. Okay. And that's not a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of post to look at on social media, Jim? Yeah, Mom. Well, families and their children and what they're doing. And new people on vacation that I know. I just like to be. Re- I like to, for it to be relatable to me. I don't care about what everybody else is doing. Don't you think, Erica, that's a thing that we're seeing more, a a more niche type situation going on in social media? Oh, totally. It gets so, so niche. It's insane. I mean, when I was researching for my, my book, Don't Wait, Create, I had to go down all of these rabbit holes of like different types of content people consume. And there is a whole community online of people who just make videos of themselves eating honeycombs on YouTube for like an hour straight with a really like high def microphone. And there's Millions and millions of people who tune into this every week. There's full accounts. The honeycomb cereal? The little cereal? The the actual like honeycomb from a beehive. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like the honeycomb. Isn't there a cereal called honeycomb? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Honeycomb's delicious. <laughs> it, it is good, but it's, you wouldn't think that people would make an entire career of eating these things on the internet. But there is like, literally, it gets down to that specific. Do they get paid for this? Oh, yeah. They make easily six figures if you're like the top honeycomb eater. <laughs> but you got to be the top honeycomb we eater. We need to find the honeycomb place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honey. I mean, that's the thing, too. Something. Now, I could toss back some honeycomb. Now, like 70% of kids in middle school are like want to grow up to be a YouTuber. And so that's like mm-hmm. a buy, you know, back even when I was younger, that wasn't a thing. People were like, oh, I want to be, you know, a princess or a firefighter. Now it's like I want to eat honeycombs <laughs> on the internet for money. For weirdos. Where have we come from? Wait, Erica, is that like an ASMR thing? Exactly, yeah. What is ASMR? Oh, what does that Kim, mean? Okay, hold on. Kim, you got to educate. Mom, do you know what that right is? Now. No, I just want to know what that means, though. Do you know, Mom, do you know what an ASMR is? Are you kidding? Okay. No. <laughs> ASMR, it's like... Oh, ASMR. I don't know what, 
I don't know what the acronym is like audio sensory something. Basically, it's like these really satisfying sounds that oh, like have that. give you. Do you ever get those like brain tingles when you listen to something that's just oh, like. Girl. I have it. Me okay. too. I have it too. Some people don't get it at all, but that's a huge niche online. And I, I find them so relaxing. Like so someone what, like. So what is your mom? Does there a sound, a certain sound? What they're no. saying is there's sensory no. thing. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Quiet. <laughs> okay, so it's I like ca- peace it's, and quiet. I googled this. It's okay. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Okay, that's what ASMR means. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Mom, you're learning something. Yep. Let's have a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. I've got a positive attitude. Don't I let know what analogy I like. into. Okay, so it's it's that's when you hear a sound and it soothes you. Yeah, yeah, it's sometimes you get those little like tingles up your spine or like in your mind. It's like I think some like classic ones are like opening a fresh bag of chips or like Yay. eating something yes. crunchy or like popping bubble wrap. That's a that's that'll do it for me. That one's a great one. Um, eating honeycomb. That's a big one too. Um, just those like satisfying little sounds that just like make your brain tingle. ASMR. Okay, wait. ASMR. I just pulled up, I just pulled up an ASMR video. I'm gonna just okay, real quick play it. Ready? Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here's this. Okay. Here we go. Hello, everybody. It's GB. Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming. Here's so I jumped forward. Sodium benzene. Oh, Coca Cola can. What's this? Okay, guys, this video okay. has 921,000 views. Yo, yeah. I'm going to tell uh-huh. you something right now. People uh-huh. are desperate. <laughs> People do not have enough in their lives that they are desperate. That does not make sense to me. What kind of world do we... You can't say you don't love that feeling of like opening a fresh, like, cold can of Coca-Cola and, like, no. tapping your finger. No. <laughs> you don't like that? No. Because when I open a can of Coca-Cola, I want to drink it. <laughs> I don't, it, the sound doesn't do anything for me. Guys, where, where are we? <laughs> Wait, listen, this is the thing. For real. This is why I want to have both of you on. We're at the, this is the juxtaposition I was talking about, Zach, because even like with my kids, my kids are obsessed, Erica, with these little videos. I mean, TV, they don't, to have them sit down and watch a TV show or go to the movies is torture. Oh, totally. Or even, I mean, I feel myself slipping into that too. I used to watch a ton of TV. Now it's impossible for you to watch TV without like scrolling through TikTok at the right. same time, looking at like the oh, memes of man. the show that I'm watching. And, you know, we just sit there tapping our cans of Coca-Cola and like not drinking <laughs> them. And that's, that's what we do now. No, but this is what I want to say to you. And I they saw- ask, why is there a gap between the generations? <laughs> there's a big gap. And I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it because I think there's something to learn, Zach, on both ends of the spectrum. Because, you know, my business, Erica, is flourishes on the internet. Like, it truly does. Like, our Facebook Lives, even that mom and I do together, high engagement, high connectability, even high sales. So, there's something to it that I think the younger generation is coming along, bridging the gap, and the older generation is enjoying it too. How do we meet in the middle, Erica? How do we embrace this digital revolution that's happening? Yeah, I think it's just kind of abandoning fear and like, don't wait, create. I think it's so easy to just get like self-conscious about like, oh, people are not going to like this. People are going to write mean comments about me. But usually when you put it out, it doesn't go as badly as you think it would. And so it's like, and people aren't looking for like, 
the perfect video or the perfect picture. People just want to see something that they like and they relate to and they can engage with. And I think that's the thing. It's really just like being consistent, showing up, getting people to get to know you and you know, connecting people all over the world through your thing. And that's something, I mean, as you were saying, it's great for your business. Small business owners can really use this. And it's such a good way for, you know, you don't have to pay for a production crew or a commercial or hire an actor. You can just show your product, connect with your customer and do it, you know, from the comfort of your house, just from your, your little camera and your phone. And it's, Amazing. I, I think it's funny that mom is kind of like, you know, not jumping on the Erica and uh, the digital bandwagon because she is the one who pushes me every single week to do a social media, Facebook Live, television, something. She really does. Mom, don't you? you go, yes. Kim, I don't know why you're waiting on TV. Be on TV. That's right. You're in business. Right. Why not just go like you always say, toot your own horn? I'm just saying, get out there. So you do agree with social media, Mom. And when how, it helps when, you, yeah. Well, when it helps everybody, it's not... It, well, you have a business. Yeah. But all the silliness, I don't care for. <laughs> <laughs> but they go they go together. It's like okay, the silliness it, is what... Yeah, the silliness is what like brings people to your page. I think like a, a big one that I, I was agree reading with about, that. Right? If it's something like, if it makes people laugh, if it's kind of dumb... People will share it with their friends and comment on it. It's the dumbest things that people like, Erica. Okay, so just recently. True story. I want you to tell me why you think people engage with this. I went through my mom. My mom's a pseudo hoarder. Do you have to admit that, mom? No. You you are. I'm not. That's a lie. That's not true. I come from a family of hoarders, myself included. I get it. Erica, I have pictures to prove her hoarderness. So if she pushes me on the issue, I'm going to post it on social media. Kim, you have not. Those pictures are things when I had put together. You are a lie from the pits of hell. I am not. Oh my gosh. Don't I am make not me that call a friend of, right now and get somebody on the phone. Anyway, Erica, I'm sorry, honey, we digress. <laughs> but I post this picture, Erica, of my mom. I'm going to pull it up and see if I can pull it up real quick for you. People went nuts over oh, this. Oh, I can pull it up. I, I know exactly pull it up, the way you're talking about it. Pull it up, about. Zach. About the, Is it the, the one picture, with the picture frame? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, I, Erica, I'll I go to my mom's basement and we're cleaning out because she's got new hardwood floors upstairs. I hadn't had time. I go through her office. Okay, I'm doing this in air quotes. And there is this big frame. <laughs> It says grandkids, okay? It's the pictures from when she bought the frame. It's not even her grandkids, okay? It's the original picture frame. But it's been up there seven years plus. That is hilarious. It's I'm just a stock, woman. a stock photo of random kids that nobody stock knows. Stock photo of, on the wall. of girls, little girls. She has no girl, all grandsons. <laughs> so when I posted it on social media, people went ballistic. Why I'm sure, that? it's hilarious. I mean, hilarious. we can all relate. We've all bought a picture frame that we can't deal with, and you just here we go. Here's the post. There it is. That's <laughs> iconic. That is so funny. And you got 309 comments, comments. and 20 shares on it. Right. That's so random. So, mom, people love the random. And I, I, I think, Erica, do you think it's because people can relate to this? It's totally relatable. I mean, we all have in in various forms something that we've needed to do that we're putting off forever, right? Right. It's like, I need to send these returns to the post office. I need to put my actual grandkids in my grandkids' frame. You know, I'll get to it like seven years from now. And that's Not so relatable. Fault. We've all got our version of like the yeah. stock image grandchildren in our lives. And it's that's why it's funny. And that's why people love it. And that's how to succeed on social media. It's not that complicated. It doesn't need to be perfect. Actually, the more like imperfect it is, the, the, better. the better. But it's got to be what? So just relatability? Is that it, Erica? That's I think the- that's it. Yeah. 
I always say three things are the like pillars of going viral and being, you know, successful on social media. I'm going to get your book too. Yeah, we've got uniqueness. So something that's only you can do something that's unique to you. And and we all have it. I mean, mine on my Instagram, I talk about like going on walks and eating soup. It's not super revolutionary or interesting. But but I love good soup. A Me good soup. Too. And mom, you make the best vegetable soup. We should do her vegetable soup on soup. Oh my send God. Send me the recipe. Okay, I will. Um, yeah, unique. Something that's like unique to you that you actually like. Shareability. Something that's so easy to just like tag a friend in the comment. I mean, the grandkids frame is the perfect example. It's so they easy did. to just like pop a comment in there and be like, hey, at Zach, like this is so me. Shareability. And then um, relatability is the last Mm. one, something that, you know, hits a universal problem like procrastination, for example. Hoarding. Everyone, everyone's got that hoarding. Exactly. Everyone can relate or everyone knows a hoarder in their lives. And it just, (laughs) amen, amen. Yeah, we can connect to it. And I think it's anything that doesn't hit those things. You know, there you can see like a, a beautiful picture of like a yacht in Italy. And like people like that stuff too, of course. But like, I feel like that does is so much more effort to take that picture and actually does so much worse than just, you know, grandkids stock image frame picture. (laughs) It doesn't have to be that complicated. Well, okay. Can we get into apps? Like mom, you've downloaded this app that talks for you when you say it and it has this little uh, caricature thing. I I tried to pull it up, Zach. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't? No. Oh, I know exactly. It's the iMessage. You can like talk right. in voice memos but it, you become like a dinosaur or like well, a giraffe. Well, no, you can, you can design your own look. <laughs> you can. You can she knows. My, she yes, knows. Yes, I designed my own look. What is your look, What is your look, Mom? Oh, it's the blonde hair and the pretty face. <laughs> of course. You know who loves that? It's my four-year-old. She yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, you, you know who we loves have a lot that in common? <laughs> my dad loves that. He discovered it like a year ago, little bitmojis, and my mm-hmm. entire text messages with him. I wish you could see this if you're <laughs> listening to it. It is just picture. He's popping out of a mailbox. He's saying goodnight as a little owl. Like, it's, it's insanity. That, but see, that's it's what I'm talking thing. about. But you know what? It's quick and fast, though. Yeah, I mean, and it's fun. It is. It's fun. I think if you manage social media correctly and you do and you work it to your advantage in business or just in communication with even your own family and friends, it's a fun thing, right? So fun. And this is coming from, you know, a man who will not go on Facebook, not go on Instagram. You know, sometimes I'll show him the stuff that I post online and he like he's like, I wish I never saw that. But even he <laughs> finds fun in the bitmojis and sends me about 20 a day. And so there's something out there for, for everyone. If okay, there's something okay, for him, well, there's something for everyone. Let's talk about it. I mean, I we're talking about the generation gap, but um, Erica, because you've written a book about this, you understand the magnitude of this. It's not going away. you got to embrace it or just be out of the loop. Exactly. What do you say to someone like my mom who really has something to say? She's lived enough life. She has strong faith. She has this point of view. What do you say to that older generation that might not get social media? I think the best way to think of it is, okay, let's like close our eyes and think about like how important these audiences that we have access to are. Like my mom has like 300 friends on Facebook, which, you know, compared to all of my friends is like not that many friends on Facebook. But like imagine those 300 people sitting in an auditorium ready to hear what you have to say. You know, Kim, you have like, hundreds and thousands of followers. Imagine all of those people like sitting in like a major football stadium waiting for you to speak. It's crazy how much access we have to people to say what we feel, you know, compelled and driven to say. 
And it's easy to be like, oh, it's just, you know, my, my friends or like random people I went to middle school with or people that I don't see anymore. But when you think about like each of those people, if you post something or say something online or like listening to what you have to say, it's insane. It's like you have your own talk show that's 24 seven every day a week with something to say on it. And I'm sure you have so much to say that people could really benefit from it. I think what really gets the momentum going for me posting on social media, you know, sometimes it can feel a little bit vulnerable or a little bit dumb or whatever, but then I'll get DMs from people being like, this really resonated with me or this really helped me. Or now I'm starting to post more because you posted this. And then you're just, then you're in, you're done, you're stuck on it and you, you know, show up every week and want to, you know, help more people. And so that's what I would say. Think of it as your, your own weekly talk show to talk about what's important to you. I love that. Yes. You know, I never thought of it like that. Never thought of it as just, you know, because there's so many, you can, this, it can become negative too. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. It can become negative. So I've never thought about it as having an audience. Well, and so many people need to hear what the younger people have to say. But also, I never thought, like, there's so many young people that even love my mom's post and what things she says. Because think about it. What, what mom, you take for granted and I take for granted that we see as common sense that has been going on in the world for generations. Some of these people have never heard about it. So when you say it, totally. right, Erica? Yeah, it's a foreign concept to many of us. They're too busy Somebody's... like flicking Coke cans and stuff. So, yeah. you know. Exactly. Which is exactly. something, I'm Could sorry, I have to beg to differ with mom. That's very satisfying. Well, to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. But That's she's making a true. ton of money. That that woman yeah. has almost 4 million subscribers on YouTube. All right, let's talk business. Tell us what kind of, because my son has a uh, internet business on Instagram with selling uh, baseball cards, basketball cards, and football cards. Cool. Um, he probably makes about $1,000 a month yeah. at 14. So the business model is there. That's it's awesome. Legit. That's so cool. Isn't that cool? So cool. Yeah. That's a ton of money when you're 14. Yeah, it's a ton of money when you're 50. I mean, come on. I'll take a passive income at $1,000 a month extra, wouldn't y'all? Totally. But how passive sure. is it? He's probably doing a lot of work for it, though. Okay. Anyway, Zach, go ahead. All right. What were you saying? <laughs> no, I mean, he's he's doing things that he loves to do. I mean, you know, it's not interfering with his school or anything, but he, he, I mean, he's he's part part time doing it, making that kind yeah, of money. But he's passionate about it. He is passionate about he's it. He's very passionate about it. Yeah, he's passionate about business. Yeah, I think it's a great side hustle, especially for kids. Like, you know, when I was in high school, I worked at this like kayak rental place, and I worked as like a hostess at a restaurant which were so time consuming. But then I also had this little food blog that started out so bad. It was like my mom and her friends read my recipes. Everything looked very unappetizing. But then I had one viral recipe. It was this banana bread, which is like the best banana bread ever. And then I started getting all of this traction and I started making passive passive income from my food blog as well. And um, you know, I'd get this little check in the week for like two, three hundred dollars from just something that I enjoyed doing anyways, you know, for decades, kids have been, you know, hauling trash out from the back of like the frozen yogurt place or whatever. But I would call it passive income because even though it's a lot of work to maintain a blog or maintain an Instagram or maintain something, hopefully you pick something that you're actually passionate about and actually like doing. And so like I would have done my food blog regardless of whether I was getting, yeah, yeah, for free. I would have honestly paid to do it. I got so, it was so fun. I connected with so many people, um, but it was just kind of this like, positive bonus. Like, oh, I'm getting sent, you know, two giant crates of chocolate chips this week from a brand or, oh, my AdSense check comes in the mail this week. And it's, you're just getting paid to 
be yourself really, which is. Uh, but you know what? I believe that's the key. Yeah. I believe when you're just yourself authentically, and you taught me that, Mom. If you're just who you are, people will connect with that. I don't, or some people. I mean, you you, you can't please everybody, but some people. Speaking of pleasing people, how do you manage guys? Mean people on social media. Normally, Mom just wants to go full on, full throttle, murder, death, kill. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> because she has a daughter who's on TV every week that could be some repercussions. How do you, Erica, how do you suggest? And I think this is part of your book too, is it not? It is. Yeah. It is a big, I mean, it's a big issue. The negativity online. I think, you know, it's become so easy. Imagine you're going up to someone in a Walmart and saying something like absolutely horribly mean to them. You would get like escorted out by security. But as someone who's like a professional content creator, people message you weird things every day. Weird things, right? weird, mean, disturbing. And they're, but it's so, it's so easy because you don't know who they are. They have like some random stream of letters and numbers as their username. They're hidden behind their screen. And the way that I like to think about it is one, I try to like look away and ignore if someone comments something mean and I happen to see it, I will just block them from my page. I think just ignorance is bliss with these things. But also at the end of the day, hate comments are not even, I don't even want to say like haters are my motivators, but like a hate comment that is engagement on a video. And I like to believe that everyone who comments Mm. something mean, like your voice is annoying or this recipe was stupid or like, I, you know, hate whatever, whatever. Almost a positive. I do because that's, (laughs) that's a page view and a comment. And the way that all of these algorithms work on these platforms I believe truly that every hate comment leads to five non-hateful people, at least seeing my content and seeing my videos. So that person who says, Erica, your voice is annoying, like, you know, whatever, that drives five people who maybe will like, like my page. And that's just the way it works now. And so, and some of the most viral videos, which we'll talk about in a bit, come from, you know, hate kind of drives up engagement. Um, One of the great content creators I was talking to um, Bunny Barbie, she makes like the best content on TikTok. She like is a pilot. She does fashion videos, all of this stuff. People were commenting mean stuff on her videos and, you know, criticizing her parenting techniques or criticizing Mm. her outfits. And then she actually just came like replied to the comments in video form with these like really kind of powerful statements defending herself. And people really resonated with that, you know, strength and resilience. And now she has a huge, huge following. She has her own reality show. So haters can be can there can be a good side to to the internet hate haters can be motivators for sure they, they can, really can yeah. be okay so you just mentioned tiktok do you even know what tiktok is mom no you don't even know what tiktok is i've heard about it what, did, what have you heard <laughs> that it's mostly action and people doing silly things there's a lot more than just that that's what i've heard i haven't There's had the interest to look. On TikTok. okay so tell us about tiktok why is it hot and what's trending right now and how can we trend on tiktok yes It is short form videos. Trends move so fast on TikTok. So we'll talk about some of those today, but they're literally a new trend every week that just explodes. Short, I would say most videos are about like 10 to 20 seconds long. And instead of, you know, on YouTube, you have to search up like, I want to watch ASMR videos and then go to it. TikTok, it just gives you what you want and it knows what you want. So you like go to your For You page, which is all of these videos that the TikTok algorithm thinks you want to see. And it is scary good. That's why people love TikTok. I log on to my For You page and it knows what I want before I know what I want. Like I've gotten on 
all of these different weird corners of TikTok and I've enjoyed every minute of it. You know, I get the recipe videos. And I'm like, oh, I want to eat that. How do you know that I was thinking about that? You know, I've ended up on like weird corners of TikTok. Like there is hashtag jail talk, people making recipes J- from their jail cells and posting them on TikTok. And they're really innovative and like culinary genius. You can have genius. a phone and a TikTok account in jail? You can't. The quality is bad. I think these are probably smuggled in. It's a little bit. It's a little bit janky. But yeah, they're making like full on meals from their jail cell and like sharing them like top Lord, chef style on TikTok. And I'm like, I did not know I wanted to see that, but now I am hooked. And You're I'm, hooked. I am. It's, it's scrolling. the voyeurism. It's the voyeurism. It, yeah, it really is. And I mean, I spend and I I don't want to think about this number, but I spend about like two hours at least a day looking at TikTok. And but given that's that your job video, too, girl. That's your that's job. True. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm working hard. Um, but given that each video is like five, 20, five to 20 seconds, I'm watching like thousands of these a day at like, you can- So yeah. it's short form. So it's short exactly. form. Exactly. So, so you, I'm going to tell you, I hope one of you know this trend. So I am hooked. And so now everything in TikTok that I go to, mom, and social media, I have been, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to say this, Zach. We might have to cut this out. But I am obsessed with the Elevator Boys. Yes. <laughs> what is that, Kim? They're the new boy bands of TikTok. I mean, this these guys are so... I found it because my son comes in. He says, I want this haircut and I want to be an Elevator Boy. And they're these just these gorgeous young guys who work out and they're doing these little videos singing and dancing and everything. And How old are you? I, I'm old, Mom. Hmm. Listen... I've seen my mom go through TikTok on an elevator boy a time or two or Facebook. Don't even lie. You are full of it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I've seen her do it. She is, I, I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to get to TikTok. I know, but but you can also see them on re- Instagram reels and stuff like that. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking she about. She knows what I'm talking about. But um, my, my, I'm a fan of Niles from Germany. He's my oh, favorite yep. elevator. I know which one you're talking oh, about. he's gorgeous. He's the he's best He's absolutely one. gorgeous. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is the new boy bands. It is. It is. There is. I mean, there's elevator boys. There's all the little like hype houses. Show me somebody else. I need. Oh yeah, and they all yeah. live in one house, right? And they do yeah. just content. Oh, can you tell us, Erica, about the hype houses? Because that stuff just is wild to me. Do we need a hype house? I feel like when I was in middle school, we had like Tiger Beat magazine, which oh, had yeah. like all of yeah. the you know boy bands like NSYNC and all the Disney Channel oh, boys God. and all the drama. So now that's all on TikTok. People and don't see that anymore. Yep. And so there's these houses where it's a bunch of, which is, this sounds like a recipe for, nothing could go wrong, right? Disastrous, yeah. 20, 16-year-olds, no parents, living in a giant mansion in LA. It's ridiculous. Put, posting like 20 videos a day, doing dances, causing like, I mean, there's so many like, little love triangles and, you know, <laughs> drama. and like, It's like it, a soap it, opera. It's its, it's own like reality show. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a house yeah. reality it's show. It's a soap opera. Exactly, exactly. And they're so young. I mean, they're like 15, 16. Well, I would and as I was, a parent let people do that, Erica. I mean, over my dead body is my 16. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd be sitting here almost 25 years old, invested in the lives of these like teenagers. And I love it. Like me and my roommate were huge fans of... um of Noah Beck. She is like the biggest Noah Beck fan ever. I don't know if you've seen him. He's great. We have the like future Mrs. Beck face mask. We have like the Oh my mug. God, we, we did have that the- on our bu- notebooks in school with Sean totally. Cassidy. Exactly. And you well, can Well, mine was Elvis Presley. Oh, Elvis Presley. Exactly. So now you can have, it's the exact same thing. You know, we've got our <laughs> Noah Beck poster in the living room and yeah. it's, it's fun. It's the exact same thing as any of that. 
But social media is uh, everybody. I mean, I know the older generations is poo pooing it and doing all this, but uh, I mean, it it is a a business model, and it is a new way to do even entertainment and television, Mom. You know, Mom and I had a reality show. We had mm-hmm. a reality show on Lifetime, um, and that's what that was. I mean, you know, and people love yeah. to see the generations too together. Totally. Like all these, te- Mom. I cannot tell you how many. If we put my mother, okay. We Bam. should do a hype house. We're doing it. Hype house Era- with over seventy. Over that se- oh. exists already, but the it market does? is. It does. It does. Uh, the name is escaping me, but they're all like seventy-five plus. Oh live in a house God. together, post little dances together, and like it's the exact same model. Just everyone's, you know, the, oh, a different wow. generation. Why would you, would you do a hype house? Why would you not do a hype? I don't want to be with a bunch of old people. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go to the hype house of like a 20-year-old group? Yeah, and I'd do that. <laughs> Done. We could do that. <laughs> Erica could hook it up. Watch what you say. Well, talk. I'm gonna I'm I'm serious. Erica, mom is very spicy. Uh, you have to understand. And she's like, and when you get over a certain age, you just tell it like it is. Okay. You just you don't give a rip anymore. And that's what she did on Kim McQueen's people loved it. How can we make mom blow up? I want you to sit here and tell everybody I don't listening. Wanna blow up. Just blow up one one video, blow up. How can we do a video where mom would blow up on TikTok? Does she would go viral? Oh, so, so many ideas. I mean, one, there's there's just a new trend every week. And so if you you take that trend, like this week, it's the um, Emily Mariko salmon recipe. Mm. Like if she made that and just like reacted to it with, you know, her perspective on it. People love that. Everyone wants a different perspective. There's a bunch of like, you know, 20 year olds making this and talking about it. If we got like, your perspective, people would love it. I also think just like life advice, people love Is that a big trend on TikTok? It is. I do like a weekly advice column on Instagram and that's like my highest engagement, especially if you are someone who just like tells it like it is and have like no shame. One, you could actually help people. Two, people have some like pretty spicy issues that they will just shamelessly put out there on the internet for you to answer. So it's just like, I'm just, I'm nosy. I like to know these things. Give me one of your best. Give me your one of that. One of your shameless, most shameless. Um, Oh, shameless advice. Let's see. Um, Ooh, I had, there is a really cute one. There is like this, some kid from like the middle of like Florida. He's like 15, had to like ask a girl to homecoming, didn't know how to do it. And so I like pulled my followers on like, how he should do it. And then he sent like pictures afterwards. And I was like, this is so fun. But I feel like you could do that so well. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, so Erica, when we leave this podcast, I'm going to contact you and I want you to help me get mom blown up. <laughs> oh, she'll go viral by next weekend. Easily. You'll be viral. Kim, I don't yeah. want nobody to know who I am. They already do. They know who you are. They you're already do, but you're going to get stopped You're on TV every week, babe. Yeah. You're on TV every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Erica's telling you it's over. You're already there. You might as well embrace it and make a little bit of money. I don't want no money. I don't want no fame. I don't want any of that. Well, it's always the ones who don't I want like it. I like my private life. What private life? All you do is go to eat and build Longhorns. I like that. Okay. No pressure. Podcast, podcast, pop. Okay, Erica, let's talk about TikTok and what is trending right now because you said there's like trends every single week. What is the hot thing going on right now on TikTok? Every week there's something new. We've got berries and cream, which is wild. What is Buckle that? Up for this one. 
It is a sound from an early 2000s Starburst commercial. So do you remember those like berries and cream, like swirl Starburst to have like little like creamy stripe and the little berry stripe? So the commercial for that, it was this guy with like a medieval haircut who he wears this like whole little rough getup and he dances. He sings like berries and cream, berries and cream. Let's watch it. He'll do it much better than I could do. Okay. Okay. But hearing you try to do it is very funny. Okay. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Up the octave. Go for it. Berries and cream. Oh, okay. I remember that. I remember that. That's hot right now? That's hot right now. They are going off with it. So it started, you know, when you take a nap and like your sweatpants kind of roll up and you get out and you look like a little like colonial henchman. That's how it started. Someone posted, you know, when you wake up for your nap, your sweatpants are rolled up and then it's like you feel like the little lad from Berries and Cream. And then it just blew up. People are remixing the Berries and Cream song into every single song imaginable. You've got every viral song or like every trending song right now being like Berries and Creamified. And it is shows no sign of stuff. Oh my gosh, I should do that with Belle Beauty with my berries and my lip glosses. If you've got a berry-flavored lip gloss, that has to make it on berries and cream talk. Okay. Done. Okay, done. Oh, see, this is, this is, this is sparking ideas. Easy, is, yeah. Okay. All right, what's the next one? Next one is hashtag couch guy. So this oh. one, this one's a little bit controversial, and there, who knows what happens. Would love your take on it. So basically, it's a TikTok of this girl surprising her boyfriend at college. It's gotten over 50 million views and counting and everyone, you know, it's a normal video. She comes in with her suitcase. Problem is he's sitting on the couch with like three other girls when she walks in to surprise him at college. And there's a lot of speculation. Like, is he cheating on her? Is he not? And so the comment section is just full of Let's people. Let's see it. I want to see yeah. it. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Just like that. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Right? right? It seems it seems so normal. And I think couch There's guy, nothing wrong with that. It's not even a, it's not even like a that good of a video. No, it isn't. And I think Couch Guy is innocent, but this just shows like how things can blow up out of nowhere. I mean, this has been forensically investigated more than like the Kennedy assassination. Like, period. <laughs> like people are going in, like zooming in, being like, his hand was around girl number two. No, or this, like that I can just tell by his reaction. I mean, if you can read people, but you know what's making it um compelling? You know what makes that video compelling? Listen to me. Oh my gosh, I'm a TikTok expert. Is the music behind it? What what music you put with that, or don't? That makes something go viral. It has to because I know it, how it invokes a feeling in me. Totally, I I totally agree. I, now I'm I haven't thought of that before. But if you put a different song on that same video, people wouldn't be mood. Yeah, different mood completely. But if you search hashtag couch talk hashtag couch boy on TikTok, there are theories with like all caps. People are like okay, going in on this. Let me just tell you how mom, how an over 50, uh, 50 and a 70 year old would do couch guy. It would be my husband uh, with no shirt on and just uh, kind of jogger pants sitting there with a bowl of ice cream and some uh, popcorn watching a football game. That would be my couch guy video. That would be your with that that song. Would, What's a fool? What's a fool? <laughs> that mm-hmm. would go viral. There, you come viral. up with like four viral TikToks in the past 10 minutes. Like, you okay. got to get on this. <laughs> Okay, and so where can people find your book before we do our last thing? 
Yeah. So people can find my book, Don't Wait, Create at Barnes and Noble, all local bookstores and on Amazon, both paperback and Kindle. Don't wait, and they're create. going to find out how to create and post and really have a viable platform on all these social media platforms. Exactly. I talk about the mindset that you need to create content, how to come up with original ideas, secrets to viral success, and then just you know a bunch of stories and advice from creators who have made this their career. And so this is the handbook. This is the manual. If you want to get out there and start creating content, whatever it is, pick this up. And we're going to post a link to that on our website at lolkim.com. Um, Okay, so we always end the show, and I'm going to do this with both of you, okay, with these rapid-fire questions. So and the first thing that comes to your mind, Mom and Erica, I just want you to say, I'll ask the question, Erica, you go first, Mom, you go second, okay? The same questions for both of you, okay? What old TV show do you wish was still on? iCarly. iCarly. <laughs> now, we get ready to, now we get ready to have this generational thing going here, and Mom. Golden Girls. Golden <laughs> Girls. Both equally fabulous shows, right? Mine was. They both, you don't, you don't even know iCarly. I, no, I don't know that. It's a good one, too. It's a good one, too. It's girl power all the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, so was Golden Girls. And this one I'm trying to say is very similar. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, what is your favorite TV show right now? Squid Game. Yeah, we were just talking about it before we got on. I'm a little disturbed I've by that show. Just I, I just explained the oh, premise to know. Kim. And I think Kim was a little bit disturbed. I thought it was a reality show. She thought it was real. I was like, they're not actually killing anyone. Okay. I'm it's like, very okay. violent. It's a very violent show. I'm not trying to see all of that. Not a reality show, thank God. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. But in, that's your favorite right now, Mom? I have two. Okay. Dancing with the Stars and American Idol. Okay. Those are good. Those are good. Those are reality TV shows I can get behind. <laughs> no, one, okay. no one gets killed on those. Okay. Erica, who do you call the most my mom hmm. mom who do you call the most kim and allison her daughters there you go oh god i'm gonna start crying <laughs> isn't that great yes so she says she's calls her mom and you say you call your daughters isn't that that's it zach god that should have been the last question dang okay if i handed you erica a cute tiny puppy right now what would you name it Ooh, stevie after stevie Nicks. Two snaps. Bravo for total music cred. Stevie, stand back. Okay, mom. According to what kind of puppy it is. Mom, we're not trying to get No, it. it has to, if it's It's fuzzy. a Maltese. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. That's okay. good. Yeah, it's okay. a little bit. How about you, Kim? What do you name, what do you name a cute puppy? Bruce. Oh, wow. <laughs> Erica, who is your celebrity crush? Noah Beck. Don't even know who that is. He's the guy from the Hype House. I'm going to check. He's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. <laughs> Mom, who's yours? Tom Selleck. Who is still a very viable actor on... <laughs> and he still looks good. He's still... He is hot. Yes. Do you... Are you facial hair or no facial hair? It don't matter with him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How about with Noah Beck? Facial hair or no facial hair? I don't think he's ever had facial hair. Maybe he needs to try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Noah, if you're listening. Okay. Erica, what is something I would be shocked to know about you? I, oh, here, shocking. I don't know how to tie my shoes and I'm 24. Everything is slip-on or elastic laces. A little bit embarrassing, but now you all know. No, no, no. I think a lot of people are that way. My kids don't want to tie their shoes. I mean, they know how, but it's not like something easy that comes to them. That's a generational thing. 
everyone learned in elementary school. No one ever showed me. I always had like the Velcro light up ones. And now I'm, you know, 24 and still can't figure it out. And now it's now it's too late to learn. I'm just but like, that can I just tell you right now, who cares? Use your slip homes, baby. Mom, what's yeah. the most shocking thing we can know about you? I'm a good dancer. TikTok is calling. <laughs> the girl can <laughs> drop it like it's hot. She right? can drop it like it's hot. I've got rhythm. You do. And full of confidence. Okay. Yes. One last thing. One last thing. Erica, if you had one post on social media, on any platform, one post to make, and it would be your last post for the rest of your life, what would you say? Don't wait, create. It is my mission to get... If I can't post anymore, I want to make sure everyone else can and everyone else is inspired to. So don't wait, create would be my last post. Just tweet, period, done. Don't wait, create, period. Mom, what would be your last thing you would ever post? so many things. You only get one. Just one? Just one. The last thing I would say to people, Mm -hmm. wake up. Oh, God. Powerful. That is very... Y'all, and those were very simple. Don't wait, create, and wake up. I absolutely agree with both of those things. And it just goes to show you that Erica's... And mom, don't you think social media can be a way to for lonely people to connect, for people... Social media, to me could be a beautiful, wonderful tool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. It is. It is. But the bad seems like it's overtaking the good. I don't think so. It's all in what you block. Well, I have to delete a lot. You do. Well, but that's, I love what Erica said. You, you embrace it and use it to motivate you, or you just that's the way block I and ignore. It. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think it can be very helpful to a lot of people. It is. I think it really is. But I think that, you know, we've... We've misused it a lot. Well, anything great comes with So all you have to do, like I said, is just delete. <laughs> You've, you, mom has blocked me once or twice. <laughs> uh, if I don't want to speak to them, that's that. what I do. I don't believe that at <laughs> all. No, that's true. If I don't want to talk to them, I do do that. You've blocked me before. Because I don't think you knew you were blocking you me. You don't understand. They'll keep calling and calling and calling <laughs> and calling. They don't call, yeah. Mom. They reach out on DMs. It's called direct message. Oh, whatever message. Yeah. Oh, and your phone just beeps, beeps, beeps. I guess it's... <laughs> So if I'm if I want some a peace and we're not having a great day, I just just take care of that. <laughs> just started, just block. She's You're blocked me before. I'm Have you a, ever blocked your mom? Have you ever blocked your mom, Erica? I would never block my mom. She doesn't. She's not on Instagram though. We're only we're Facebook friends, and that's about it. Um, well, I didn't but. say it lasts a long time. I just said I did it. <laughs> I, it probably lasts a couple, two or three hours, and sometimes maybe a day. But hey. <laughs> I need some peace once in a while, too. I love it. Well, I think social media is right, probably the medium that all ages, all demographics, mm-hmm. all viewpoints have a place if they know what they're doing. That's why we got to get your book, Don't Wait, Create by Erica Berry. Erica, thank you so much for being on. Oh, I love thanks you, Thanks for having me. Nice talking with you, Erica. <laughs> so nice talking with you, too. I can't All wait right. to see your TikTok dances. Soon. I can't either. We're going to need your help. All right. The oldest and the youngest guests ever on LOL with Kim Gravel right here. Talking about social media. LOL. Kim. 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 Gravel. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Mixing and mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.